Greetings, Game Cola faithful, and welcome back to the Game Cola podcast. This is part three of the 100th podcast special, and I hope you have had a lovely time listening to all three, or the other two, rather, parts of the podcast so far that have come out this month, or listening to them all, like, mushed together because you're from the future where three-digit podcasts are the norm. With me tonight, I have a, what is hopefully a representative sample of this era time period of the podcast. Myself, Joseph Martin, the podcast commander, along with Diana Gray, Anna Bernarski, and Stefano Wustio Hastahistig. So, everybody, introduce yourselves. Hey, everyone. I'm Diana Gray, resident fangirl, GameCola.net, and I should be playing Ace Attorney right now. My name's Anna Bernarski. I do writing for GameCola, and I am stuck in a bathroom again. And I'm Stefano Wostiokastahistig, and I really hope everyone can hear me, because <laughs> I don't want a repeat of the past however long that was. We are on a Discord right now, a Discord server, because Skype... It's the first time we've tried that. Yeah, Skype has um just not been kind to us, and it's just not working. So, new things. I'm sure that's trying new things. That's a, that's a modern thing to do, right? New stuff. So I invite to my super cool Discord server, because I'm super cool and yeah. have one of those. So... Uh, to sort of celebrate this era of the podcast, rather than shooting ourselves in the foot, that's not the correct figure of speech, um, tooting our, I don't know, instead of trying to avoid talking about the stuff that we normally talk about, we're just going to talk about the stuff that we normally talk about, because it's, we're celebrating this podcast style, so I think a very easy way to get started would be to have Diana talk about Xenoblade. <gasps> okay. <laughs> or Ace Attorney. Okay. Or the Ace Attorney Yay. video. Is it the full game that just came out? Is it the full game yes. that just came out? Today. Without the voice squeak. That just came out. Like, that I, a few uh, hours ago. I my 3DS around in my backpack all day to download second it came out. Like you don't carry your 3DS in your backpack all day, any day. I actually don't. Generally, you don't get those special exceptions. Those, those sweet street passes. Only sometimes, but yes, on the day of recording this, Spirit of Justice was released at noon of my time, so Eastern time. And this is and six, right? Yeah. What? This is Ace Attorney six. Five? Yes, Ace Attorney six. No, five was a while ago. Oh yeah, five was Dual Destinies. <laughs> I forgot about Apollo Justice. <laughs> Everyone forgets about Apollo Justice. Don't worry. I don't even know what Apollo Justice is. You just... don't need to know. I thought they just skipped the five for no reason. Yeah, All right, Diana. Diana, yes. tell us tell us about this. What is, what is your experience so far? Spoiler free. Well, uh, my experience so far is that I've played the demo twice, and I once at Anime Expo and once downloading it from the eShop when it was released, like, last week. And now I have the full game in my possession, and I believe I am almost done with case one, although I'm not sure because this guy's being a jerk. But um, it's, it's really good. Guys, I really like it. I'm so, already liking it better than Dual Destinies. So it's really good and better than other ones. What, what makes it better so far? Honestly, I really love the new game mechanic they've introduced, the, um, the divination seance. I yeah. absolutely adore yeah, it. I, I played the demo, and I thought it was pretty cool. 
So it's my understanding that like a lot, not every maybe, but like a lot of the Ace Attorney games, at least recently, have had this sort of like secondary investigation mechanic where there's like an interrogation or emotion reading or divination. Is this sort of like the next incarnation of that? Yes, I would definitely say that because we're dealing with a completely new setting in the Ace Attorney universe uh, where Phoenix is abroad, where Maya is, they needed something in the courtroom that, like, Apollo's Perceive or Athena's Mood Matrix to, you know, liven up the court sections a little bit, because now we're used to that and we, we need it. So they brought this in, this new divination seance thing, and I love it. I can definitely see it. It has the potential to be quite difficult, which was something I complained about about Dual Destinies. I complained that it was way too easy. And I can already tell that they're stepping up the difficulty on this one, which makes me very happy. I like my Ace Attorney games to be somewhat challenging. So I, I mean, I think I talked about this in my, um, my Anime Expo article a little bit, but actually playing the demo, I did get stuck a little bit on the divination seance, and all of my friends did too. I was the first one to figure it out, but I probably spent a good three to four minutes staring at the screen trying to figure out what I was supposed to do. So you like it because it's more difficult than the other yeah, versions I, of this mechanic. I want a challenge. And I think the way that they are presenting it and the way that it is being utilized is really interesting and cool. And also I like Rafa. I think she's really cool. So it's been really fun so far. I'm still, you know, still waiting for Edward. He was in the trailer. Just saying. Uh, he was there. I, so. I, I know from the demo, I played the demo, I know that the uh, seance system like, required actual thinking from me. It was like, mm. here's these things, now what's wrong? Instead of like the mood matrix, where it's like, what's wrong? Oh, it's kind of completely obvious what's wrong because, you know, it's like they say something and then something lights up. And it's like, well, that shouldn't be lighting up because they're talking about how they were scared and they're happy. Yeah, it's, I really love it, honestly. I think it's going to be really, really good as it continues. I'm looking forward to seeing if slash how the other characters, like Athena, Apollo, are going to interact with this method, but I'm kind of feeling like they're not going to, which is okay. Like, like I don't mind that. Like, their cases are just going to be, like, more vanilla, as in the so early what? games? From what I understand, from what I, uh, after, like, the final in English, that was my severe cutoff date to stop looking for information because I didn't want any spoilers. But from what I understand, the, uh, all of Phoenix's cases are taking place in Karain, which also bothers me because apparently I've been pronouncing Karain, or, well, I called it Karain before, but apparently it's Karain, and I've been pronouncing that wrong my entire life. That's not cool, first of um. all. We've but, all got our own dandelions. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dandelion. And then Apollo and Athena are going to be holding down the fort back in uh, Japanifornia, <laughs> wherever that is, LA, possibly, whatever. Uh, they're going to be having all of their cases there with characters from Dual Destinies and Apollo Justice coming back. So, like, Trucy's back. Blackwell. Is back. I haven't seen him yet, but... Yeah, I, I like him. Me too. And I've heard that... Uh, I saw a picture, I think, in uh, maybe Famitsu or something, where he is actually on the defense bench with you. 
So I'm like, yes, God bless, because he's that, like that, up there. That's cool. The only person I've seen that travels back and forth between Karine and Japanifornia is the new prosecutor, who is pretty damn fine. So, <laughs> so is Kar where is Karine in the game world? In the Far East. That's all. But so, so in the, so, okay, so the Japanifornia thing you keep saying is a reference to the fact that in Japan, the game takes place in Japan, and in America, it takes place in California. That is correct. So in the Japan version of the game, isn't Japan the Far East? Like, that's yeah, the, so it's, it's name is literally Land of the Rising Sun, which is, means the eastmost place that exists. <laughs> I, I haven't actually yeah. looked into this, but I feel like it may have an actual location. Like, is it Japan. a real place? No, it's not a real place. Oh, okay. Then I won't look but, it up. Uh, because, I mean, like, they have, it like, Crane Village. That's, like, supposed to be a two-hour train ride outside of wherever the main city that Phoenix operates in. And, I mean, in L.A., you're not going to have a two-hour train ride out to some super <laughs> rustic-looking village. So wait, how do they explain it? Do they just say that he takes a plane, or is he just he just literally takes a train to the far east from California? Oh no, for the far east he flies on a plane, and it literally says one of the first lines of dialogue is, "I have no idea how long I was on that plane, but now I'm here," and I'm like, "Oh good." Just lampshaded. Like, well, I guess I'm here now. And now you can't calculate where it is by airtime. Yeah, they don't want you to know. It's it, it's magical. It's okay. Don't worry. It looked kind of like uh, India. It did. It does kind of remind me of India. That it's was what like I thought sort of, of when I first Japanese saw. slash India. I don't know. It's it was interesting because when I was at Anime Expo, which I also wrote on my article, I went to that um, panel with the producer of Ace Attorney and then one of the lead localizers, and they showed us a lot of concept art and stuff for the new characters, the settings, like a lot of that stuff. And so they were talking about how uh, everything kind of progressed through development. And it was actually really interesting. Like they talked a lot about more like the nuances, like uh, the greeting that the Karenese people do and stuff like more specifics like that than general overarching and how they changed the sprites to make them prettier, which is great and stuff. It's really interesting to hear them talk about it. And also to get to meet uh, the producer of Ace Attorney Anime Expo was literally a surreal moment. Didn't, didn't, didn't they have the same 3DS case as you or something? Yeah, it was funny because the first thing I wanted to do when I got to Anime Expo was drive Noel around to find the Capcom we could see it. And then we found out that the producer was doing signings literally right now there. So we just showed up and I asked him to sign my 3DS case and... He said something, but I mean, obviously he speaks only Japanese, and I am not that good with Japanese. So the localizer translated for me, and she's like, he says he loves your 3DS case, and that he has the same one. And I was like, <gasps> and then I, like, needed to go sit down, so I didn't pass out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that was, sounds like something to do. Yeah, and I used to sign my poster. It's hanging on my wall right next to me. So it was, it was great. I was a little disappointed that the demo that I played was the exact same demo that, I mean, they're obviously not going to make two different demos. I feel like the song that she danced to was slightly different, but that may have been just me. 
And I think that's what I did for Dual Destinies anyway. When that came out, it was the same demo that I played. But, guys, I love it so far. It's really good. I can't wait to play more. Oh, yeah, speaking of the uh, Dual Destinies demo, how accurate is the uh, demo to the first case? You mean for this game or for Dual Destiny? No, for this game. For this game, it's a little split up. So they have the exact same chunks that they have you do in the demo, but there's a couple things, there's more dialogue and stuff in between them. You end up doing the same things, but they're in a different order, so it does feel like a different experience, so it's like not inherently bad that the demo is exactly the same. But I didn't think it was the bad thing. Like, I was okay with it. Okay, I, I know that uh, when you played the uh, Dual Destinies demo, it was like entirely different. It was. It or, actually. Mm, like, I think I'd say maybe the same as this. Or well, what, what was it? I knew. I know there was one where, like, I think the second case, the one where with the wrestling and the Japanese village, that is definitely not a Japanese village. It just has yes, a lot of Japanese it's just people. Just a lot of Japanese people. And it was like the bloody like room or whatever, and it was. Was that in the demo? Implied. It, I, I don't know, maybe it was like a gameplay footage or something? No, that no was it was gameplay, gameplay footage. footage. The demo was yeah, the first that, case, because I, I remember okay, playing yeah, I rem it. I remember playing the demo. I also remember seeing, the, yeah, it was the gameplay footage where it, you know, seemed to imply that Phoenix got murdered. Yeah, that was completely different. I wanted to know where they were going with that, and then it never happened. So do you think that, you know... <laughs> Wait, so Phoenix Wright didn't was get murdered? supposed to be no. at first? <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. I don't remember when that gameplay footage was released in relation to when the game came out. So, honestly, it could be. And they could have just had a change of heart. Also, speaking of Phoenix, I'm really annoyed with him right now because in like, the beginning of the trial, he's like, would you believe me if I said I was a defense attorney with over 10 years of experience? And I was like, Phoenix, you liar. You were not practicing for like seven years. Thanks a lot for that, when you lost your badge and not counting that portion of time. I know we don't like to think about it, but it happened. I don't know. Maybe, I, think they're, I think they're slowly trying to erase anything that happened in Apollo Justice from the timeline. Except they for, are. you know, Apollo and Trucy. I'm very sad, because I, I know that they have revealed that in, um, that in case two, Trucy is uh, something, something uh, Maya is going to happen to Trucy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. They're gonna pull Maya on oh, Trucy. No. So I'm waiting for Maya to get accused of murder again in this game. I'm predicting Maya's going to get accused of murder. <laughs> yeah. You can't, can't have a game without Maya being accused of murder. If Maya's in it. I kinda hope that happens because it's like tradition. It and is, if he meets thing. her like in jail, he'd be like, Really? Really, Maya? Again? I hope so. Fingers crossed. Also, they're on point with the puns we in like this, this game. Like the name puns. Oh, yeah. I'll uh, be so, your guide. Yeah, I'll be your guide is for the tour guide that is that's your his, client in the first Wait, that's case. his name? That's his name. Like, is it, is it spelled? No, no, it's spelled. Well, you're going to have to put it in the show notes now, but like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't do that. Yes, you can. <laughs> you can't. Oh. Um, and then um, the temple is called. Well, God, I don't remember how to spell it. Oh, the, I did not like the name of the temple because it's just so 
All right. Like that's really bad. That's just that's not even. But that's classic. To be fair, yeah. Like I'll be your guide. Like at least I can feel a joke behind that. That's literally just like, no. I do know that there was a pun in the Japanese name for that character as well that they said at the panel. Something to do with Bokuto. It's like they in. think that if you put an apostrophe in your word, you can just spell it however you want. And then uh, so far, well, I mean, not counting pain, because pain is back and better than ever, but um, now he's, he's, calling real reason. Himself, he's calling himself the royal pain now. And I'm like, that's, that's accurate. Of course he is. It's the first time that anyone has like told Payne that like, wow, that's such a brilliant deduction, or, or you're doing so good at your job, and I'm like, Payne, you're never gonna hear this again. You should enjoy it. Hope <laughs> it lasts, because he made himself. He's the got chief a prosecutor. crown. He made himself the chief prosecutor of this country. Why does he have a crown? Well, because he's the chief prosecutor because they don't have defense attorneys. So he's the. Best. So he wins by default. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> The only time Payne is good at anything. And is it even the same guy? It's his I know he said he was, Payne, was like. Who was in five? It's Winston Payne's and brother. It's like, are you sure they're like the exact same guy except one of them has hair? Uh, I'm pretty sure because Gaston Payne claims to be Winston Payne's brother. I think that they're they're just related. Gaston is not a name. Yes, it is Gaston <laughs> Payne. It's not a name. I refuse. So no, I refuse. <laughs> Winston is a name. I will give him that. Winston isn't a name. But Gaspin is not. The dead man is a security guard, and his name is Pat Rowe, like Patrol. Yeah, yeah I know. And um, the, the next witness that comes out, um, this one actually took me a while to get but he's like kind of a hippie character and his name is oh god I already I forgot his first name but it's like peace love and understanding it's like supposed to be peace love and understanding but it's spelled really weird and I don't know how to pronounce it it, it has like three apostrophes I'm sure and, uh, it has like two but they have to resort to that now but it, admittedly I was like staring at his last name for probably a solid three minutes trying to figure it out because the beginning is A and D, so I thought it was and something, and then I figured it out. And I'm like, oh god, this is horrible, but I love it. Like whoever is there did these names the, is attorney uh, character just named like Fred, <laughs> Fred no. Jones. Fred Jones, the attorney. Ace <laughs> attorney, Fred Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I played that I, game. I played that game too. Fred Jones, Ace attorney. <laughs> Oh, my God, on that. Like he quits the mystery solving gang and becomes the mystery prosecuting I totally gang. I forgot that was his name. <laughs> I forgot that was his last name, too. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I believe that the person who made up these names deserves, like, a trophy, and then they deserve to be fired. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you, you get to it. the end of the game and you get to the credits and it's just, like, name comer upper with. Yeah. Person who came up with the names. Pun Lord. Pun Lord. But I really, I love it so far. Like, I can't wait to play more. 
I'm, I'm, I'm swear I'm not playing it right now. I'm actually really not. I'm just talking about it. But I really want to. <laughs> so, okay. so you know, you like it more than um, you liked Ace Attorney 5 when you first started playing it? Yes. I did like... Well, I liked the last case of Ace Attorney 5 because Edward showed up. Oh, also, actually, speaking of Edward... I should note that I cannot wait for the DLC case to come over here because people have said that they've they've not hacked into the game but like looked through the data and found that they're translating the DLC episode and the DLC episode is our classic Phoenix and Maya versus Edgeworth and Larry is going to be there too and I'm like thank God yeah. it's everything that I've ever wanted Wait, they're bringing Larry back. Life. They're bringing Larry back. Good. He already he has some um, new costumes and everything and new music. It's on Tumblr. I saw it. It's the theme from Trials and Tribulations, the da na 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 that one, except remixed. It's literally the greatest thing I've ever heard. I love it. So that's going to be in the DLC case. I don't think he's in the main game. If Edgeworth is not in the main game, I'm going to riot. All by yourself. Mm -hmm. One Plus person riot. I'm pretty sure he's going to be in the last case because... I'm praying. That's just kind of been his thing. It just kind of shows I up. I mean, in every game, except the fourth game, so in every game yeah. that exists, yep. he's showed up because he kind of has to at this point. Yes, it is a requirement for Edgeworth to show up in every game. I just, I need, I need more Edgeworth. Is that a bad thing? Like, I was happy with... I just feel like you'll never like, be satisfied, though. No, I, honestly, I was happy with Duel Destinies. Right, you were happy, uh, but you weren't satisfied because you still need it. That's true. But I, I feel like his role in Duel Destinies was exactly what it needed to be. Like, that was great. If they do something like that again in this game, I will be happy. If they don't, then the LC episode in, like, the next two weeks. <laughs> and I will be playing it, as opposed to the, the Duel Destinies one where I stopped in the middle because I didn't want to play it anymore because I got bored. I didn't like that case. I, I don't I don't even have that one. You I, I never don't bought it. it. It's not that good of a case, honestly. Except for the fact that, that Apollo that's the one with the, the office. It's the one with the whale. What? It's the, the one with the whale. It is the one with the whale. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I couldn't remember why I didn't have it. I just know I don't have it. That's yeah, also Pearl okay. Yeah, I remember. I that one looked kind of. I don't know what that looked like. It looked. I don't know, I think I just, like, I was in the middle of, like, the last day of Trials, too, and I just, like, got bored and stopped playing it, and then I kind of went back to it, like, a month later, and was like, oh, I never finished this case, oops, and then I finished it. Also, uh, the DLC costumes are available right now, apparently, so I'm gonna have to go pick those up. Phoenix has Furious T-Grey's outfit. Uh, <laughs> okay, that, that, that's yep. good, I was about to say that was dumb. But I'm 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 tempted now. <laughs> I am honestly Apollo, tempted. Apollo has uh, like schoolboy uniform-ish thing, like how the guy has in Die Guy Kooten Saibon that never got released here. So yeah, you go Apollo, whatever. And um, Athena has the waitress outfit ah. from uh, and Tribulations, the orange one. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> oh yeah, the one that uh, waitress channeling scene. Yes, where uh, yeah, that happens. Also, I, I, can't, uh, I can't unhear Athena as Clover now, because I didn't realize that the voice actresses were the same. 
So I was listening to all those promotional videos that they were releasing for the game. I was like, huh, this video's of Athena. This sounds like Clover from Zero Escape. I should check that, and it is. And I'm like, great. Now I can't unhear this. There's too much crossover between those games. Also between Fire Emblem and Zero Escape. That's not okay. All right. I'm done talking about Ace Attorney now. <laughs> After almost half an hour? Yes. I could... <laughs> talk longer if you want, but I was going to give you a chance to, you know, shift the conversation. Yeah, to our, to our other topic. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm just going to call this podcast Ace Attorney and Mega Man. Okay, cool. You, uh, you just call the Capcom podcast. Cap- hmm? You're one step ahead of me. What? The Capcom podcast. The Capcom, eh. Yeah, but see, I don't like Capcom. I just like the things Capcom that they used cast. to make. Oh, uh... I don't like them anymore, because they don't make Mega Man anymore. They make Ace Attorney. They don't make <laughs> Mega Man. I'm sorry. I'm, I just miss Mega Man, you know? Good I Mega Man. You live in your heart. Yeah. Always. Except robots don't have hearts. Oh, well, oh you do. Right, but I can't, I can't empathize with a robot. I didn't say you could. I just said that Mega Man lives on in your heart. It's been, like, 2010 was the last official Mega Man game. I mean, there was Street Fighter X Mega Man, but I don't count that, because it's, like, just a fan game that was, like, Capcom put a thumbs up to. Like, they didn't really do that much with it, and it's not really that good. I mean, it's, it's good for a fan game, but it's still, like, it's more Street Fighter than it is Mega Man. I didn't even put know that was a thing. But, yeah, like, Mega Man 10 came out in 2010. That's, That's kind of a long that, time. Yeah, it's That's six years ago. We should have Mega Man 16 by this point. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> and it's like the the show's coming out, but I don't know. It doesn't. I'm con- I'm just. I'm still concerned. There isn't any new news about it or anything. I would definitely would have seen a trailer if it had come out. That's but true. I'm worried that they're gonna they're gonna make it. Um, they're gonna make like any games that come out after it. Oh no adaptations are based on it right yeah like the games will be based on the tv show and not like uh, the main series not what we want just... and i'm just concerned <laughs> that i'll never get mega man again that is a valid concern because uh, I, I mean like there's there's also fan games but those are really hit and miss and i still haven't really found one that really like that really feel like there have been some that have been good but they're still like not like, they're still very fan games. Like, there's Mega Man Unlimited, which is kind of eh. And then there's um, Rock Force, which is good, but there's just so many bells and whistles that it doesn't really feel like a Mega Man game anymore. It's an amazing tribute to Mega Man, and I like it a lot. But it's not... It, it's There's just too much added for it to feel like a Mega Man game just normally, you know? Yeah, a lot of the uh, fan games I've seen on uh, Nathaniel Hoover's fan game streams. You all should check out twitch.tv slash Flashman85 or Flashman85Live. That's the YouTube channel, I think, that they all get posted to. Yeah, that's the YouTube one. They look like the the ones that look good, but it still seems like they're trying to do their own thing to an extent mm-hmm. and not just be not just copy Mega Man which is fine except it as you said it's not 
Mega Man as much as it is something like has Mega Man is more like a spin-off type thing. Yeah. It's it's like you know they're trying to be like the definitive Mega Man game with like the thi- their thing, you know, their cool mechanics and stuff like that. And it's but it's like I I want I'd like a Mega Man game that wasn't like trying so hard to be like the be all end all, but just trying to be a good game with cool weapons. Those special weapons are like ninety percent of why I like Mega Man, and I feel like peop- the games I play just, and people just don't understand that. Like you can like the game for whatever reasons you want. I'm not saying that you have to like the game for the special weapons like I do. But I like the game for the special weapons, and they just don't get... I feel like they don't get the attention that they deserve. They seem kind of more like an afterthought a lot of the time. Yeah, a lot of stuff, I they never use special weapons. Like, Buster only isn't a challenge. It's like just the way most people naturally play. I mean, it can be and a challenge. Special weapons... It's not... After Mega Man 5, I would say, it's not really that much of a challenge to do a buster only run I mean, they, but but before that it can be like in Mega Man 2 and 3 what I'm saying is they don't play it just to challenge themselves like I'm not going to use the special weapons it's just That's they just, don't okay. use the special weapons yeah I see what you mean they're just they just use them for the bosses maybe they'll, yeah there's some really cool stuff in there mhm Mega Man and 6 then, and there's is, also some really because like Mega Man Five and Six, which I really those are my favorite of the classic series. I like them because like the the level design really is taking into account how the special weapons work, right? So I mean, like Silver Tomahawk would not work in any other Mega Man game. It's got the wonkiest flight pattern. It's just like this weird like kind of U arc, but. There are so many enemies in the game that are placed just so that it is easy to take them out with Silver Tomahawk. Like, all of Windman's stage. Like, every enemy is positioned, like, perfectly so that you can take them out with Silver Tomahawk. Which is actually bronze. Which is silly. But... <laughs> like <laughs> they put Tomahawks don't work like that. Man. Yes, that too. It's kind of like boomerangs, you know? Like, they don't always come back to you literally no matter what happens. Well, you know, like in The Legend of Zelda, where, like, you could throw a boomerang and it, like, hits a wall, but it still ends up coming back to you. Or, like, the uh, later games where you can, like, lock onto things. Or even um, Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks, where you, like, draw a line for the uh, boomerang to follow. That's a magic boomerang. Like, that, that, that just kind of. Is it I had fun, like, spelling my name with that. <laughs> I don't think it says... It just says Boomerang. <laughs> I haven't I played know. it, so you, I don't actually know if it's magic. Path, you trace a path for it, which is cool, except when you really think about it, or when you think about it for, like, two seconds, it's like, Boomerangs don't do that! You can't be like, okay, Boomerang, you're gonna go over there, hit that switch, go over there, catch on fire, and then light this torch... And then later you get ice torches, so then you throw your boomerang at the ice, and it catches on ice, and then it freezes a torch, and it's it's weird. I don't think video game 
designers know what a boomerang actually is. You should you if if that yeah. take if that takes you out of it, you shouldn't ever play tie the Tasmanian tiger. His main doesn't really take me out of it, but it's his just, main it's his just main weapons funny. are several varieties of boomerangs that don't make sense <laughs> because Australia. That's the game's whole thing. Duh. Anyway, uh, we now return to Mega Man after a brief detour to Zelda <laughs> and boomerangs. Uh, the, the one so one of the things that I notice though too is that the special weapons that I like tend to not to be the special weapons that other people like as in some of my favorites uh, include Power Stone which everybody hates Power Stone is at the top of everyone's worst Mega Man weapons even above yeah, Top I've, Spin I've seen like worst Mega Man weapons list and it was on there and I was like yeah that looks really dumb and then I watched Nathaniel Hoover's uh, Mega Man 5 thing and what he did with Power Stone and I was like what is this? This it's, is it's, amazing. It's not actually like that hard. I mean it, it, there, it is more difficult to use than other weapons at first but they follow a set path so you just have to get used to how the path goes and then you can use them to hit anything. And the problem is, with Power Stone especially, is that people try to hit stuff with all... Try to hit three enemies with three stones. And that's just an unreasonable expectation. You don't bring up Water Bubble Shield from Mega Man 10, whatever it's called, and expect to hit an water individual shield? enemy... bubble. just Water Shield. Water Shield. To hit every single enemy with, every, with a particular bubble... Bubble shield, water shield is not a very good weapon in and of itself, anyway. So, well, maybe that's a bad comparison. Mega if Man. I'm trying to convince people that Power Stone is actually good, <laughs> but there are plenty of places where Mega you can Man just 10. climb up a ladder and then use Power Stone instantly, and it'll take out two enemies. And it's you should do that. Anyway, go on with what you were saying. And Mega Man Ten doesn't have the uh, best weapons. In my opinion. Mm -hmm. I mean, it has Thunderwool, which <laughs> is just... The it, best the one. The cloud goes up, and then <laughs> it shoots a little lightning down, and it's like, if the cloud hits something, well, there goes your cloud. You don't even get to do it. And it's like a continuous lightning bolt that hits once. Mm-hmm. And you have to hope that an enemy will walk like, into it after it takes you five seconds to even get it set up. Most of the weapons are like... If you actually hit the enemy, it does less damage than some other thing. Like Chill Spike, you have if you hit the enemy, it doesn't do as much damage as if you shoot in front of the enemy and spike. The uh, um, Commando Bomb, you have to hit next to them to get right. the shockwave. Because if you hit them, nothing happens. Part of, uh, it is, part of it is synergy, too. Because there's not anything necessarily wrong with those two weapons, but having both of them together in the same game, you know, sort of compounds that issue. It's one thing if one weapon yeah. has the benefit of not hitting them directly, but if a bunch of them do, then it just becomes a pain to try to hit anybody with anything. Yeah, it's just... Like, Mega Man 3? That's what of, I was like, going to say, too. Most weapons just kind of shoot forward. And it's like, can I, you know, shoot any other direction, please? Well, it's just, Mega Man 3's weapons are good weapons, a lot of them. 
Not all of them. I, top spin is better than most people think, but still pretty bad. Spark shot, spark shot is. I've found a couple uses for spark shot, so I don't want to say it's the worst thing ever, but it is definitely at my bottom of the list of Mega Man weapons. It's near. It's in the bottom five, if not the worst. What's, but what's the worst then? I don't know. That's why I said if not the worst. I'm not sure. Oh no, no. I hate Crash Bomb more. Crash Bomb is worse. Uh, the the weapon that you have to not use in the entire castle stages in order to beat the game without dying. Yeah, because of the boobing boss. Right. That's just the worst. Yeah. You're actively discouraged from using Crash Bomb. Not that it's you it's a key. That's all it is. It's a key. It's the skeleton's key from Legend of Zelda. Except it has limited uses. Does that analogy hit with people? These in video games seem to have limited uses, which doesn't really make much sense. If I get go into the, if I go into my house, I don't have to go get a new house key. That would be just really inconvenient, honestly. I feel like the implication is supposed to be that it didn't like it's for that specific door. But then it gets confusing when you get more than one of the keys at the same time. And it's a situation where you're wondering if... So, did this key... Does continuity change based on which chest I get and which door I use it on? <laughs> of course, you could make your keys exploding bombs, and that solves that problem. Because the exploding bombs do go away. And then you can't beat the game. It's so dumb. Crash Bomb is the worst weapon. Um, Duly noted. But 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 Mega Man 3's weapons are good weapons. They just don't synergize with each other very well because the, like Magnet Missile is just basically serves the same functionality as Shadow Blade, except it's a little bit more accurate because you don't have to aim, and it takes way more weapon energy. So you just end up using Shadow Blade all the time because. The extra energy isn't worth it, and you have that inventory hoarding mentality. Like the article that was just posted to Game Cola. Um, I am a game mechanic, I think is the name, from Brandon, one of our newer staff members. But, right, so you don't end up using that. And then Hard Knuckle and Gemini Laser are basically the same, because trying to bounce anything off for Gemini Laser is pretty much a... It's Gemini Laser is, like, powerful... And then you can kind of bounce it off if you really want to try that, but it's really hard. And if you mess up, you can't pause or anything, so you just have to wait for it to run its course. And then hard knuckle, you can make it go up a little bit or down a little bit, but you they basically serve the same purpose. You just use Gemini Laser when you're out of hard knuckle because it does the, only a little bit less damage. So you just use it as the high power thing. But individually, in different games, I feel like they would be a lot more interesting and useful. It's just the fact that they're in the same game. just It doesn't work. And then Needle Arm also. It, why would you... It's literally just a Turbo Fire Mega Buster. <laughs> like, why would you ever need that? It, doesn't, it does maybe a little bit more damage, but you could probably get the same effect from just button mashing. Or just using Search Snake. So, I don't like the weapons of Mega Man 3 as a group, but I do think they, they can work individually. Yeah. yeah mo most of them are okay, but so many that do the same thing. Yeah. Mega Man 2 
has. I probably I, said what you just said. I'm a highly considering making a column on Game Cola that's just titled Every Mega Man Weapon. And I'll just go through and talk about every Mega Man weapon individually. <laughs> you should do it. Just because I, I have a lot to talk about. I've considered making a video series, but it's just too much time for something like that. So I think writing articles about each Mega Man weapon would be conducive to my health <laughs> in this oh. drought of Mega Man. I'll also probably review the cartoon when it comes out. How like I did with the anime first. <laughs> Ace Attorney? Yeah, are you going to write a, a, a f like a full report? I at am, the end? but I have to wait uh, for it to be done. I think we have four more episodes, maybe? I don't know. We're on the last case of Justice for All now, and that's when it's supposed to end. Edward just got back, so everything just went way up for me. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I was surprised they did the uh, circus. Oh, so bad. If possible, if possible, it made me hate that case even more than I already did. <laughs> and I hate that case. It's just, they make some interesting choices that I wouldn't picture, but, like, that kind of work in the end, but are just weird. Which I guess is what they're going for. I don't know. It's okay. I still recommend people to watch it, but if you are a huge fan of the games, and you want to watch it, I recommend watching it with a grain of salt. Just like next up. to you in its own individual chair. Yeah. Watch yes. it with a grain of salt right there. Possibly multiple. Mm -hmm. like maybe an entire salt shaker would probably be better. <laughs> and this is easier to find at the end. Alternatively, yeah. just watch it with me, but mention Capcom before. Yeah, that's... Yeah. And or have all or the salt put on need. a loop of the circus case and then watch it with me. Or... <laughs> Get Anna to sit with you, but first play a bunch of all-star remixes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that was so funny. I don't think I can hate that song anymore than I already do. You can't wrong. Uh, I was on Tumblr, and there was a text post of the lyrics to all-star, except it was um, just memes. <laughs> like, I'm gonna hang on. I'll see if I can find it. Because I read it, and then I sang it, like, out loud to myself, and it was pretty great. So, to wrap up, I think, just broadly, what I was saying about weapons, I think, I'll oh, just yeah, go through the, I'll just go through I'm the games. Mega Man, Mega Man 1 had mostly good weapons. There were a couple, like, all of them were good, I would say, except, um, Hyper Bomb, just, it's too slow, and it's, it only works on Susie's because they don't move. Everything else, it just doesn't work. Um, and Super Arm can be debatable because of how it only works with the blocks, but you can't throw the blocks, so at least that's interesting. Better than Crash Bomb, where it literally just destroys blocks, yeah. and that's its only use con contextually. Like, Crash Bomb is contextual and Super boring. Arm is... Super Arm is at least kind of fun when you get to use it to throw blocks, even if you can't do yeah, it whenever. You don't get to use it often enough for it to really feel like a weapon it feels more like a if you go to or something if you go to guts man and then go to cut man you can use it a lot cut man's level is a lot of blocks to throw around it does doesn't it yeah i don't think i've ever done it in that order uh i've already talked about mega man 2 
is sort of the opposite where there are a couple good weapons and then the rest of them are kind of just bleh. Like, uh, Metal Blade is good, obviously. Metal Blade is just... That's like the only special weapon that it, most people use. Metal Blade is good, Air Shooter is good. That might be it. Crash Bomb is bad. Quick Boomerang is just redundant. Very short range, too. Yeah, it's, 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 like, the boomerang effect of it just doesn't really play in. It's just good, it's just a weakness of a lot of the bosses later in the game. That's really its main use. Heat Man's weapon, which I don't even know the name of. Fire, no, Heat Blast? I don't know. Atomic Fire? Atomic Fire, that's or right. No, it's, it's Atomic Fire. It's uh, just okay. a really bad mega buster charge shot that you can only use twice it's not fun because you just sit around it takes longer to charge than the mega buster and you can only use it twice oh flashman weapon flashman weapons good so i'll put that so that's three and you, three you can really only use it once though bubble lead is kind of middle of the road and yes yeah you can only use uh time stopper once oh woodman leaf shield leaf shield's also kind of so, Mega Man 2 is about 50-50 for me, in terms of the weapons, which is acceptable. Uh, the parts of Mega Man 2 I don't like are the end of the game, basically. I like the um, initial eight stages a lot, but not the end at all. Mega Man 3, we already talked about. Mega Man 4, everything's just pretty solid, but that's kind of it. There's nothing that really stands out except maybe Flash Stopper, but nothing else really stands out to me. It's just sort of solid, um, and there's a little bit of variance. Like, Dive Missile can be sort of hit or miss, literally. <laughs> yep. Um, but everything else is decent. And then Mega Man 5 has a lot of cool ideas, like Charge Kick, I really like. I like Power Stone. Gravity Hold. Gravity Hold is just fun. And it, Gravity I like I like the balance. Awesome. I like the balance of the Screen Wiper weapon saying, okay, you can wipe the enemies from the screen, but you won't get any power-ups from them, no matter what, because their sprites don't actually explode, which is what triggers the power-up to come out. So there is a little bit of a trade-off. So there would conceivably be situations where, even if there were a bunch of enemies on the screen, you're, like, wasting your potential to get weapon energy refills or health refills. So I really like that balance. Plus, they turn upside down and float up. That's just hilarious. Right. Yes. Uh, Gyroman's weapon is really fun. I like the the control that you have. Crystal Man's weapon is fun. And if it's, you know something goes wrong, first there's more things bouncing, so it's just easier to actually hit something. But also, if you know everything goes wrong, you can pause and then just undo it, so you don't have to wait for everything. Uh, Starman Shield is the best, probably the best shield in all of the games, except debatably, uh, Jewel Man Shield. Jewel, Hang on. Jewel Satellite. Jewel Satellite, yeah. Because Starman, I really like Starman Shield because it only uses weapon energy when it gets used up, it, not when you activate it. If you activate it and then go to another screen, it goes away, but it doesn't use up any weapon energy. So I really like that. Napalm Bomb. It's a lot of fun because you can throw stuff on stuff and it just explodes. And you spam it and everybody Water explodes. Wave. Water Wave is the only one where I'm kind of eh. But like one out of eight is really good. <laughs> so 
That's why Mega Man 5 is my favorite, probably. Because I like all the weapons except eh on one. And then uh, Mega Man 6. I like Tomahawk. I like Night Crush. Uh, I like, yeah, Flame um, Tower. What's it? I don't know. Flame Tower. Flame Blast. Flame Blast. Fire Blast. Something Fire like that. The tower, you shoot the thing and it goes like whoosh up. It's the it's yeah. the down smash in Smash Brothers for Mega Man. Um, even though it looks completely different. Uh, Wind Man's weapon sort of has the Gravity Man thing going on, so I can appreciate that. Why Spear? Why Spear? Why Spear kind of suffers from the same sort of uh, from the same sort of issue as Needle Man's weapon. So I'll, I'll be fair there and give that an eh. Blizzard Attack is... Oh, yeah, Blizzard Attack is interesting because it can kind of act as a shield, too. It looks offensive, but if there's enemies coming up behind you, you can activate it and it'll destroy the enemies behind you, which I think is really cool. And then uh, Plant Man's Plant Man, yeah, Plant Man's shield is... So that's, like, six out of eight. That's just, that's just a shield, though, isn't that it? I like. You can't, like, shoot it or anything. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't deflect projectiles. Its only benefit is that it doesn't go away necessarily when it hits certain enemies that it can't hurt or stop. As in the uh, floor sliding enemies, it doesn't go away if it makes contact with those, so you can keep it up around them. So yeah, I'll stop there. But those, yeah, that's how I feel about Mega Man weapons. So uh, Anna, since you haven't really you been able to talk pick. about Ace Attorney or Mega Man, I feel we should give you the floor for a while played any interesting indie games there's a game i have not talked about enough on the podcast but i've talked about so many times on a uh, twitter read mm. only memories it's a point and click adventure game it looks like an 80s cyberpunk anime and it's beautiful and everyone is gay <laughs> well this sounds fantastic can i play it of course, you should look it up. It's is it? It's actually really, really good. So it, what is it? It's is it stylized? Is it the pixel arty one with the little smiley face robot that's like your Navi? Yeah. It is that one. Yeah. Okay. I think that's on my wish list. I've seen you and No Lynch. because it it's wonderful. I've seen you and No Lynch post and talk about many things in that. Oh, so wonderful. I have almost every achievement except one because the game is kind of glitched at that point. And it's like, you have to play an arcade game and beat it. I've almost beaten it, but then the game just like glitches out. Is it supposed to do that? And I get it and it's really disappointing. Is it supposed to do that? No, it's not. Does it do that for everybody or just you? I think it's happened for a lot of people. I don't know if it's everyone, but I'm very sure it's a lot of people. They're coming up with an update. The game is being released um, for the PS4 on September 27th. There's going to be a free update on, um, not on, in November at some point for people who already own the game for PC, Mac, and Linux. And then they have a PS Vita port coming at some point in time but i'm really excited because maybe that means i can finally get all the achievements so what is <laughs> what is this game what is it about what's it like whitey 
like it. It's a game set in the year 2064 in Neo San Francisco. Which we've uh, talked about last podcast, I think, was it? Where no yeah. city has ever actually been named Neo something. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a thing. Neo okay, continue. Continue, great. sorry. The protagonist is you. You are a journalist whose friend Hayden is a, I think, a programmer for a big corporation. And his pet project, a little sentient robot named Turing, breaks into your home and goes, Hey, Hayden's been kidnapped. I just ran away. I need you to help me find him. And it's one of those games where you can be really, really nice, or you can be an absolute dick to Turing and everyone else, which is painful. So you run around Neo San Francisco, and um, the first day you're trying to find Hayden. For most of the game, you're just kind of trying to stop the big corporation from releasing thing on the web that I think regulates things. It's kind of like it regulates things and makes everything sound less harsh when it's talking about that corporation. Words are hard and I can't remember things exactly, but it's not good. <laughs> but it's a really good game. It's um, a point-and-click adventure game. You get to pick up spoiled milk and keep it in your inventory for days on end. It's like okay. you get to... You also you can also get drunk in the game, which is good. That's a plus for you. Hey. Of course, yes. I don't drink that often, so great. Get the fake drink. It's just a really good game. It's very inclusive, and the characters are all really great, and it looks pretty. Just a lot of fun. Everyone should play it. You can also kill Turing at the end if you do the wrong things. So, I looked up a walkthrough. So, because I was just like, I can't handle the pain. Yeah, you get, there are like four or five different endings right now. So, you get, um, depending on your attitude towards everyone and the ending you get, like, what you do with the last scene, um, it results in a different ending. Like, there's the good ending where you stop the corporation and also you were nice to everyone, so no one hates you. There's the ending where Turing becomes the overlord of everything. That's not actually what happens, but they're sick of your shit. <laughs> and they're just like, I'm gonna take over now and I'm going to... I don't remember exactly what they said, but they just become what the corporation was trying to uh, release on the internet. There's also an ending where they give themselves up as a sacrifice, basically, which is really sad. Like, if you're nice to them through the entire game, where they're just like, I don't want to give up my life. We should come back another time and, like, try it again later, as you were a jerk to them the entire time. It's, it's, it's a good game. The music's also really, really good. It's a drink. And you get to try not to kill a uh, plant, so that's Always good. rough. Like, you have to go back and talk to it between every mission. Make sure that it doesn't die by, like, the end of the third chapter or something. Second chapter. It's fun. And then there's one character who only appears if you fail to keep the plant alive. 
And it's the friend that, um, it's the friend that gave you the plant. They're like, hey, how's the plant doing? And it's like, uh, <laughs> fine. But, um, yeah, that's all I have to say on it. I also replayed all the Blackwall games, which are, which are games by Wadjadai, uh, games. They're about a girl who is a medium. She has a spirit guide named Joey, and he's kind of sassy, and it's great. Yeah. I don't really know what to talk about. I'm writing a mus an article about music, but I haven't updated it in a while, so music and video games is important. That's all I need to know. <laughs> well, do we want to start segue into games we've been playing to wrap things up? Yeah. Alright. Well, wait, so Diana, have you been playing anything aside from Ace Attorney? Well, since Ace Attorney just came out today, uh, before that, um, I... I didn't know if, like, everything else just cleared out of your mind as soon as Ace Attorney existed. I mean, well, technically, from this day forward until I finish it, that will be the case. With, <laughs> um, the only exception being Dandelion. Uh, Dandelion. for recording purposes. Dandelion, excuse me. Uh, Dandelion, for recording purposes. But that's, uh, wrapping up, too, for the time being. I only have about... I think three more episodes until that's going to take a break for a little while and I'm going to start something else. Still keeping that under wraps though. What else have I been playing? Uh, Fire Emblem. I played Earthright. I am obsessed now and I need more. I remember, uh, I was thinking about this the other day because I think, was it you said that? We were on a podcast one time and we were talking about how mad we were that Fire Emblem, excuse me, was it, was it Stefano or yeah, was it someone I, else? I wrote an article about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I ranted about it when it was announced on Twitter. Yeah, I did not like that they did that. Honestly, after playing it, and I mean, I've only played one half, so I don't know what the other half is going to be like, but if it's a comparable amount of content to <laughs> my half, I'm okay with it. I feel like I got a lot out of that game. Like, probably as much as I got out of Awakening. And so if they give me double the content with another um, another side of the story, I will be completely 100% okay with it. it I, I went into it not having the best mindset, I think, because I was expecting, oh, this is only going to be half the story. Like, it's not going to be great. But no, it's amazing. And I'm totally okay with it. I, I can justify buying the other half of the game. And I will, after Phoenix Wright. But I loved both, right? Rioma is main bay. And uh, it was a lot of fun. I recommend it to anyone who was um, who was a fan of Fire Emblem, probably at some point. But I only ever played Awakening, so I don't know. Oh! <laughs> I guess I could talk about this too. So um, I have been playing this little dating sim on my uh, my iPhone by the same people who made Dandelion. It's called Mystic Messenger. Uh, Anna, I don't know if you've seen this on Tumblr. I actually don't think I've been reblogging anything from it, so you may not have. But um, it's been all over Tumblr lately. It's, <laughs> it's kind of awkward to explain, but uh, basically you're in a chat room with, like, a bunch of uh, guys and it, the game operates in real time so like at different points during your day like whatever time it is 
new chat rooms will open up for you to like talk to the guys and it's the funniest game like i don't know why but i really like it i think it's hilarious and it's it's really great i recommend everyone to get it uh if you're if you're into dating sims it's a great one uh, actually i'm going to uh while everyone else is talking about their games i'm gonna make sure i'm not missing any uh any chat rooms right now but so i've been playing that a lot lately although i don't know if you can count it as playing because i just do it whenever the chat rooms show up and pokemon to complete my pokedex and that's pretty much it where are you in the pokedex i believe i'm up to i don't know how i'm doing in the hoenn pokedex specifically because i always forget to look at that number but i think i'm up to 540 in the national decks my friend and i are working together to uh complete it so like we just got together like last week to do like our first round of trading back and forth of um you know things that require like link trade and stuff like that so we did a little bit of that and then we did some legendary hunting uh that happened while we were on a family game night <laughs> that was what i was doing but um while yeah, you were I on the I'm train yeah, well, that was when I found uh, the shiny Curium and I accidentally killed it with my Rocky Helmet on my Mew, and I was devastated. Uh, um, don't yes. put Rocky Helmet on things when you're trying to catch Pokemon. I didn't realize that it was on it because it was the Mew that I got, like, through... Also, Nintendo wait, Network. what physical Mew moves does a Curium have? It's all, like, special stuff, isn't it? It had Slash. <laughs> it's a garbage move on Curium. Exactly. But uh, it had Slash, and I didn't realize that the Mew still had the Rocky Helmet on it because I never took it off after I got it from Link Trade. I was just trying to use my Mew as a tank to catch it, and then it killed it, and I was devastated. Uh, so that happened. It was very sad. But I did end up catching a non-shiny one, so I'll deal with it. So yeah, I'm like over halfway. That was my goal before the new Pokemon games come out, but I can see now that that's not going to happen because it's coming up too fast. And now Ace Attorney and Mario Emblem and ah, uh, so that's a work in progress. And that's it. Okay, someone else go. Stefano, what have you been playing? I'm playing uh, Professor Layton and the um, Azron Legacy. Which I, uh, which number game is that? Playing. Uh, uh, sixth one. That's six, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I played, like, one through four, and then I started five, and it was just really different. Like, the art style, the gameplay oh. style, everything was different. weird, and I didn't like it, so Which I stopped. Which one is five? But is that Mask of Miracles? Miracle Mask. Four? Yeah. Yeah, Mask of Miracles. Miracle Mask something, which... I uh, recently restarted that and beat it, and it was, it was okay. But the explanations for everything made sense, and I don't know. I feel like that's not how it works, considering you know the crazy stuff that was the real explanation behind stuff. 
Hello, this is Editor Joseph popping in from the future to let you know that Stefano and Diana proceed to spoil the ending of pretty much every single Professor Layton game over the next few minutes. So if that's something you'd like to avoid, skip ahead about four minutes and you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the first one, everyone's robots. And the second one, everyone's hallucinating. The third one, oh, it's not the future. It's a secret underground copy of London. <laughs> And yeah. It's like, what? So oh, that's a lot of spoilers. Is... <laughs> I know. Uh, I mean, I've Sorry. I'll put it. I'll put a spoiler alert before. Sorry. That. It's pretty Sorry. much impossible to talk yeah. about Layton games without talking about the spoilers. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna spoil the fourth the end of the fourth game right now because this is like the weirdest one. It turns out it's not a vector uh, attacking the town. It's a giant robot fighting a giant manatee creature and that is why and that is what is attacking the town it's a giant robot fighting uh <laughs> fighting a giant manatee in that London. is the explanation in yeah. London. i whereas for five the explanation is something that could actually happen and makes sense and i was like this is all perfectly logical i feel cheated somehow yeah, I remember thinking that too. I was like, wait, you mean nothing really out of the ordinary happened? I'm kind of disappointed. You mean he didn't have like a flying monkey? It, it wasn't all. Ooh. It wasn't all because they ate some contaminated cheese and nothing, and none of it was actually happening? Where? That, that's gonna be the plot twist of something. I think it was. One of six. those games. Six is pretty good. Yeah, I. I'm to the point where you're uh, traveling around the world, which I I think is cool. Like I did too. It was super fun. Actually I liked six a lot. Places. Six might be my favorite, aside from three. Three will always be my favorite. Although it's getting kind of hard for me to keep accepting the puzzles. Yeah. Like in the first game, they made because you know, as I said, everyone was robots. But now it's just like. Here's a puzzle because we're a game with puzzles in it. Come on, guys. You don't puzzle. care. You're playing this for, for the puzzles. You, you don't care that it doesn't make sense, right? And, and then it's like, you know, oh, we've got this problem here. I bet you sure could help. You know, there's this puzzle I've had to, I tried to do, and I'm just stuck on it. So uh, before we get, we deal with, the huge life-threatening situation how would i solve this puzzle i feel like all of them are kind of like that though yeah i don't know the puzzles it's, it's do not fit like the story oh yeah well i definitely agree with you there i mean if they took out the puzzles then there really wouldn't be a game anymore like i'm not saying i don't like the game it's just it's just kind of funny, at points, how the how they're just like have a puzzle for no reason other than puzzle. You're totally right. Anna, what video games have you been playing? I played through all of the Blackwell games again before I came back to school, and then when we didn't have internet at our house for um, two days, I finished the last one, and then I. Um, I went through my phone, looked through all the games that I didn't 
that I didn't play anymore, downloaded other games that I now play constantly. One of them is a fashion game named Covet. You make outfits on the themes, and sometimes they give you guidelines that you have to follow. And for some reason, I get very insulted when people don't like what I made. So that's getting intense. And I, I, um, I used to play it a lot last year, but I was just like, this is dumb. And then I deleted it, and now I'm back playing it again for some reason. I've also, I also, yeah, I also downloaded uh, Neko Atsumi, which is that cat collector yes. that I love. I still play that. I've also been playing Pokemon Go a lot. Me too. And, yeah. Like, I can walk around, I, I don't do things when I'm at home, so now that I'm at school I'm walking to classes, even though I'm not on campus as much anymore, I still just walk around, die in the sweltering heat. Yeah. For Pokemon. Actually, not gonna lie, I'm going on a Pokewalk after this with the group at my school. Nice. I also just bought a Humble Bundle with a bunch of Sierra games. Um, one of which was the Space Quest collection, which I already have, so it was just like, hey Cam, I got you a gift. Um, Yay! <laughs> but the only reason I actually bought it was so that I could get the Gabriel Knight games, which, um, I've never played before, but I've heard a lot of good things about, so hopefully that goes well. Got a bunch of Sierra point-and-click adventure games, I'm excited. Because the games I play, you can't die most of the time. And in these ones, you can, which is scary. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. Oh, I remembered. Our school's homecoming theme this year is Level Up. So everyone's going to be doing something video game related, and we're not sure what we're doing. We're not making a float this year. Um, my sorority's walking in the parade, but we're thinking maybe Sims, because oh, it's cute. easy and cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Build a bunch of triangles, or not, uh, diamonds. Yeah, all or, I mean, diamonds a diamond is a bunch of triangles, like, put together, so... You are not wrong. But yeah, I'm excited to see what everyone else is going to do. I might not walk in the parade. I might just stand on the sidelines and take pictures and do an article on it. Probably you should do that. I'm probably going to do walk. that. I do not. <laughs> Once was enough. As for me, I have recently been playing Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker on the GameCube. Ooh. Which has been interesting. Um, what is everybody's feelings on Wind Waker? I want to get a feel for the crowd before I start saying opinions. I like it. I've never played it myself, but I think it's cute. Yeah, I've also never played it myself. I think it's alright. Like, I don't hate it. I, I don't know. It's, it's okay. Stefano, are you still here? Or are you I haven't... love Wind Waker. You love Wind Waker? Yeah, I'm still here. Did you did you play the GameCube yes. version or the Wii well, U I'm, version? I have played the GameCube <coughs> version. I have the Wii U version, but, but okay. I have a whole lot of it. So, I think I'm going to like it more now that I'm getting into more of the meat of the game. But the beginning just felt really limiting. Like, I wanted to just go explore, but like for the first 
hour or two of the game, it was like, no, don't explore. Go to this island. That's all you're allowed to do. Well, th there was that at first, and then after that, you could go to other islands, but it was dark and stormy and raining, and so you couldn't see anything, so exploring wasn't fun. So you just wanted to keep doing the main stuff until you could get regular weather back. Yeah. And they put the beginning island, like, way too far away from all of the main stuff that you have to do. I set a course for the home island for one part for the game, went downstairs, put my laundry in the laundry thing downstairs at the bottom of, bottom floor of my dorm, um, did all the stuff, put the detergent in, set it, came back up, and I wasn't even halfway to my destination yet. Oops. Yeah, that is a definite end uh, in the HD version. I think the you can't go faster is because the GameCube isn't powerful enough. Right. So I if mean, you went faster, you'd fall off because it hasn't. It can't right. load the ocean. Fast I understand enough. that. The I just wish you loads the entire ocean at the whole time, so you sail. Like doubles your speed or something. Like I get the speed. The speed isn't the issue. It's just that they put the the starting island too far away. Basically, <laughs> starting island needs to be closer to the other things because the length is just because it's on the other side of the map, and I feel like it should be more in the middle of it than the bottom left corner. But I think I'll like it more now. That I'm getting more into the meat, and it's letting me explore. I have gotten one full heart container from Peace of Heart side quests, so... Nice. That's fun. Uh, and that's that's pretty much it, though. Awesome. So, unless anybody has anything else to say, I think we can wrap this up. So... Good. Thank you for listening to this three-part edition of the Game Cola Podcast. I uh, hope you enjoyed our 100th podcast celebration, and I hope you tune in next week when the Train Buddies ride again. Hopefully you'll know what that means if you've checked out our YouTube channel, gc.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, the word net, for interesting videos such as recordings of our live streams, gameplay videos, and other wacky, weird, and fun stuff. You can also check us out on our actual internet website, if you're not listening to us there already, GameCola.net, Gaming Outside the Mainstream. And you can find us on social media venues such as Facebook and Twitter. Just search GameCola and you'll find us. Uh, if you want to catch our live streams live and see uh, Train Buddies in action, you can go to Twitch.tv slash GameCola. And if you would like to email us at the podcast, you can do so at podcast at gamecola.net. And every once in a while, we'll go through and read out a bunch of everyone's emails. So thanks for listening. Please leave some feedback on how you liked the 100th uh, episode celebration and your favorite memories from the podcast as we've grown and evolved over six years. Was it 2010 when the first one came out? A long time. Fallout three times. Because <laughs> that's what's in the first podcast I remember. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your constant service in listening to the podcast. Oh, check us out on iTunes. I forgot that. 
All of them are up now. Jay got it fixed, so now all the podcasts are on Ooh. iTunes. They're all nice. fresh and updated. So check us out there, too. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it with strangers. This is your life. You live how you want. Okay. Yeah. That's. I think that's everything. Thanks. Goodbye. Have a wonderful time of day. Goodbye. Bye. Happy 100th podcast. Bye. Bye. Still here. Okay, Stefano just Hello. cut out for me. I think you guys were just talking at the same time. Oh, sorry. I get very passionate about Ace Attorney. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed. No one noticed. You never would have guessed. I know. I'm, I'm very low key about it, but hang on. Wait, I gotta, I gotta pull his name up on the screen again. <laughs> and uh... okay, and this. And in like that. <sighs> I don't and understand. I wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. I forgot I have profiles now that I'm out of the cutscene. I can I can look up his whole name. Hang on, I'm typing it. I'm probably cutting a lot of this out, but what? <laughs> you need to understand. You need to understand this. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. That's that should be illegal. But it's so good. You can't just write whatever you want with apostrophes. Yes, you can. Is that how That's not how apostrophes work. But automatically gives you leave. Just spell everyone's names with apostrophes. Uh, his last name's fine, but Peace his around. first name is just terrible. Thank God I would like, never see that name, and I had to I had to look it up in the profiles to remember how to spell it. That's just it's wrong. <laughs>